Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft coming to you with a very special episode of Generally Speaking About the Church. This is a podcast production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can find this and all of the other shows that I produce over at gspn.tv. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and it has been a long time since I've released a podcast in the gspn.tv's About the Church feed, so I apologize for that. Uh, If you've been living under a rock, then you may not be aware of the fact that I have recently made a decision uh, to go into podcasting and consulting work in uh, full-time fashion, effective January 1st, 2008. Very excited about that. Uh, I encourage you to check out the My Crazy Life podcast over at gspn.tv and uh, listen to episodes number 149, or no, 150, 151, and I think 152. Uh, These chronicle the huge life-altering, life-changing decision that I've just recently made, and to be honest with you, it has a whole lot to do with my faith, uh, as this career change uh, had very much become a, a faith issue for me. I'm actually standing outside of a Panera Bread here in Florence, Kentucky, and uh, recording the intro for this podcast. I recently attended a baptism service at Watermark Community Church in uh, in a high school, not a gymnasium and not in a uh, lecture hall or in the auditorium. Uh, but we, we went to a different high school than we normally meet at for our worship services uh, over to another high school called Scott High School, and they had a swimming pool there. I had no idea that any of our local high schools here had a full-blown Olympic-style kind of, if you will, uh, indoor swimming pool, but Scott High School does, and uh, it was ra- rather than, rather neat. And uh, I had never been to a baptism service that was held in a swimming pool before. Uh, that was really neat uh, and exciting. I'd heard about some churches that had done some, uh, you know, baptisms uh, in in lakes. Uh, in, and I, I've heard, I guess, no, I've never heard of a swimming pool. And I'm sure it's happened quite a bit, but uh, never heard of it. And, uh, you know, there's some churches where they don't have uh, a baptismal pool or whatever. They'll, they'll bring in some kind of portable thing uh, to, to take, that, take care of uh, the, the method of getting the water and, and stuff like that. But uh, this was a neat, neat thing, and it was a neat experience. And what I'm going to be playing for you right now is the recording that I recorded there that evening. Now, I want to apologize in advance for the audio quality. Uh, I've done my best, and I've actually manually uh, adjusted the audio levels uh, by hand. Uh, it took, it, it's a 30-minute recording. It took me 30 minutes, obviously, to record it. It took me about 45 minutes to manually uh, uh, you know, edit the audio levels so that when the applause and everything, uh, it doesn't blow your eardrums. So... I do uh, apologize in advance for the audio quality there, but uh, the content, I think, more than makes up for it. Um, just my impression after being there, first of all and for- foremost, I want to let you know that this place was packed. It was standing room only, and there was a lot of place for places for people to stand and it, or to sit. It was, uh, it, I would say it was near, if I had to guess, I would say that nearly 70% of the entire church was there 
and uh, that would be, and I could be completely way off, but that was my impression anyway. And uh, what was neat is that this was held on a Sunday evening. We typically do not have any kind of Sunday services at all during the evening. It's always in the morning. Um, but I saw a lot of people there that did not have uh, somebody personally that they were connected to in a relationship with as far as family uh, or in a small group that, that came anyway. For example, I was there and I, I personally didn't know any of the individuals that were being baptized. Uh, Stephanie and I just started going there a couple of months back and uh, we had met, what's funny is that we had just started our own small group and uh, I, I actually did, one of the guys being baptized is a guy that's in my brand new small group that we just started in our home. So it was a great way to, to uh, follow up a discussion with him this, this past week. Uh, talking to him and, and talking about the baptism service. That was kind of neat. But anyway, it was an awesome event. I mean, everybody sang. Um, it was beautiful singing. And and the, I've never heard such an eruption of applause as I did uh, at this service. It, it, was, it was just beautiful, the celebration that baptism was. And the number of uh, baptisms, I can't remember how many it was. If I had to guess, I'd say 13. Uh, but that's about what you're going to hear right now. Oh, wow, that was now loud. Anyway, um, so this is my introduction to, to what you're about to hear. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to do anything at the end. But uh, I, I hope this uh, is something that in, inspires some folks to say, hey, check out this idea of hap- having a baptism at a local swimming pool. or something. It was just really neat. So I'm going to go because these cars out here obviously have never heard of mufflers and uh, I've got other work to do tonight. God bless and we'll talk to you soon. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for being here and welcome. I want to welcome each of you to the most important thing we do as a church all year long. It's the most important thing we do because every time we come together for a baptism celebration, it reminds us of the why. It reminds us of why this church exists, why we started this church two and a half years ago, why we come every Saturday and unload that big, ugly, white truck, <laughs> and all the challenges we face to have church in a school, it's because from day one it's been about one thing. It's about getting people connected to God in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we come tonight, we celebrate that. We celebrate with 12 baptism candidates that on their journey have uh, said yes to Jesus Christ. They've moved from a good life to a God life. And I just want to tell you, your attendance here tonight is huge. Uh, whether you're here as a, as a member of the Watermark Church family, maybe you're here as just a member of their immediate family or a friend, uh, your support is huge. As, I, as I've said before, healthy families come together and they show up at, at significant things. They show up to celebrate defining moments, whether that's a, a wedding or a birthday or an anniversary. And I can't think of any other defining moment in life that's more significant than what we're going to celebrate here tonight when we celebrate life change. And in just a few moments, we're going to celebrate that life change as we come down into this pool. And uh, we're going to celebrate some incredible life change in this place. We're going to do so by celebrating the act of water baptism, what's called immersion, in response to having invited Jesus Christ uh, to come into your life. And some of you may be sitting here going, who started this whole idea of baptism? Whose idea was this? Well, you can thank Jesus for it. He got the ball rolling on this thing. If you look in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 3, you actually see Jesus himself come to his cousin John to be baptized. And John baptizes Jesus. And following his baptism, Jesus establishes baptism as an eternal ordinance for the church, calling every believer who would follow him to come and do likewise. 
And so that's exactly what each of these candidates are doing tonight. They're simply being obedient and following the lead and the example of Jesus Christ. And I always want to be clear, as I've been clear with the folks being baptized tonight, baptism doesn't save you. Baptism doesn't result in eternity or salvation. You only receive eternity and, and uh, go to heaven by inviting Christ into your life and have a personal relationship and by calling upon the Lord and being saved. What we're doing tonight is still, however, very important because it's rich with symbolism. It's pregnant with meaning. And that's something that helps each of us remember. It's important to have symbols in our life that help us remember. I wear a wedding ring on this hand to help me remember the commitment I made to my wife, Tara, 12 years ago. And on this hand, I wear another, another ring that simply says, Casey and Cameron, my boys. And every day I look at that and it reminds me I can remember the commitment I've made to them as their dad. It helps me every day kind of organize my priorities and say uh, yes to some people and some things. Uh, sometimes and sometimes I say no to those people and those things so I can say yes to them because I remember my commitment to them. Mike Hayden here, who's playing guitar for us tonight, served our country in the U.S. Navy. And when he served his country, he wore a uniform. And that uniform was a, an important symbol, helping him remember his love for his country and his duty and his service uh, to the U.S. Navy in that particular branch of service. And so these waters, too, are another important symbol tonight that do just that. They'll help these baptismal candidates remember, powerfully remember. As we go into these waters, really in a moment, they're going to serve as kind of a, kind of a burial grounds for us, honestly. Where we're going to have kind of a positive funeral. Where we're going to symbolically remember the moment they said yes to Christ. And that old life before God, that life that kept God at the distance is now buried. And they emerge from these waters, a new creation of Jesus Christ with Him being manager, leading their life and being in control. And that's what we'll celebrate in a moment. It's a powerful picture. A physical picture of a spiritual truth. And out an outside, outer picture of a very powerful interchange is what we'll celebrate symbolically in these waters just a moment. And as these people come out of this water, we'll also celebrate what happened the moment they said yes to Jesus Christ. In that moment, God became their father. And they became one of his kids. And every believer in this room and around the world became a brother and a sister in Christ. And most importantly, this church became their spiritual family. And so in a moment, they're going to come into these waters. We're going to celebrate that truth. And celebrate the truth of 2 Corinthians 5.17. that says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, the old is gone and the new has come. When we baptize these Christ followers, we celebrate leaving the old life without God behind. And emerging from these waters, a new creation. Walking differently, talking differently, feeding on different things. With Christ running point in their life. It's the greatest thing in this life we could ever celebrate. Scripture tells us that tonight, right now, there is a party and a celebration going on in heaven that we can't even fathom. It's like 800 tailgating parties combined and then some. They are going crazy in heaven. And I want us to rival that party in here tonight and make this a celebration that should be, should be because of what we're celebrating. And so when each of these people come out of the water, I want you to cheer like you've never cheered before. Let's blow the roof off of this place and worship and celebration as we've come tonight to tell these folks, right on, way to go, God. And we're here, we're going to walk with you to begin this new journey with Christ. And we're your spiritual family, and we couldn't be more thrilled for you. And that's why we're here tonight, to celebrate with you. So we're going to begin to go in the water in just a minute, and let's worship God in this time of baptism.
her life where she really wants to be obedient to Jesus Christ. And for her, the next step was to follow through on her relationship with Christ and to celebrate that with Weaver's baptism. And uh, most of you have gotten to know some of her future family. Maybe you're praying for her already. Uh, Danny and Joe Curtis are going to be her future in-laws. Awesome people, by the way. And uh, she's engaged to be married to an incredible guy, Ryan Curtis, next fall. And we're excited about that for them. And what excites me about her decision to walk with Christ is to think about what that relationship is going to mean to their marriage relationships. As they come together as one next year to know that driving that at the center of that is going to be another relationship with Jesus Christ is going to make the world a difference in their marriage relationship. So I know you celebrate with Amber tonight as I do. And so Amber, for all of your spiritual family here tonight, I want to ask if you confess Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, your leader, your forgiver, and your friend. But upon your confession of faith, my sister Amber, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bear your Christ and raise you all in the name of the Father. Thank you. 
when it feels like things can't get any tougher, she's looked up and she's found God. And uh, she's going through some rough patches right now, but she sent me something very interesting in an email, or a Connect Card one just a while back. It said, I'm going through one of the worst times in my life, but ironically, it's still one of the best times in my life. It's because Jesus is running the show, and she's got something to hold on to that's greater than herself. And she comes today just to put her stake in the ground, she said yes to Christ and a relationship with him. And uh, we celebrate her baptism today. Miranda, this is your spiritual family, your new family. I know they're kind of a motley crew, but uh, <laughs> you confess Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life, your leader, your forgiver, and your friend. But upon your confession of faith, I baptize you, my sister Miranda, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ, raised and walked with Christ. Thank you. 
instead of looking down, he's looked up and he's, he's reached out a hand to Jesus Christ. And his dad came up to me right before the start and he said, Jan, this is the answer to prayer we've been praying for for years. And tears in his eyes. And we say, praise God.
part in Jeremy coming to church and connecting his life with Christ. I had an awesome conversation with him weeks ago in the office, and I love it because he came in, he just honestly, very nakedly kind of just unpacked his journey. He said, man, I'm, I'm 25, 26 years old, and life, honestly, is just like a rerun. And if this is life, I, I don't want to live like this anymore. There's got to be more. And he says, as I continue to come to this place, I really think it's not religion necessarily I'm looking for, but I'm being done with this person of Jesus who's pursuing me. And he said, yes, to Christ. And I tell you, he's just a thrill to get to know him, to see him already be growing. But think about what this means now for their marriage. And you can now as we marry them, and Christ will be the center of their relationship. And Trisha's going to help me baptize her future husband today, which is awesome. So Jerry, in front of your whole spiritual family, I just ask you confess Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior, the leader, forgive and friend of your life. I do. And upon his confession of faith, I baptize you, my brother, Jerry, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bear Christ, grace you all. internet talk show check it out at talkshoe.com